This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1159, What to Consider if Grandparents Are Buying Too Many Toys, by Renee Bennis of thefunsizedlife.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, welcoming you to ORD. And today, I've got another parenting post on tap for you, as we do each Thursday and Friday. This time, we'll be hearing from Renee Bennis, as she helps parents to react accordingly when grandparents are buying too many toys for the kids. This article is widely applicable, though, and comes with a lot of lessons for, I think, how we can help people who love our children be engaged, but on our own terms. So, with that said, let's get right to it and optimize your life. What to Consider If Grandparents Are Buying Too Many Toys by Renee Bennis of TheFunSizedLife.com One of the most common things I hear in all parenting communities, especially in minimalist families, is that there are just too many toys coming from grandma and grandpa. Even though these grandparents are well-meaning, the amount of toy clutter can be overwhelming for moms and dads. Trying to keep the house clean is one thing, but it also seems the more toys your kids have, the less they actually play with them. Maybe you've already tried to communicate this with grandparents. Or maybe you're at the end of your pitiful rope and are desperately seeking answers. Either way, I hope some of this helps. Cash first, toys second. One of the smartest strategies for combating the clutter that comes with grandparent gifts is to offer them a compromise. Cash first, toys second. Here's what I mean. Chances are grandparents are desperately buying toys for their grandkids because they truly want to enhance their lives. They love seeing their faces light up, and spending money on these tiny humans brings them so much joy. If that's the case, which it usually is, start by sharing the Unest app with them. This is an app that allows grandparents to contribute to an investment fund for your children. The money invested can go toward their future college fund completely tax-free. Opening an account for your child takes only five minutes, and you can easily share the link so anyone who might want to contribute is able to. Presenting the idea to grandparents could sound like this. Hey, I know you love buying the kids toys for insert special occasion. Since they're already set on toys, I thought maybe first you'd want to contribute to their college fund that we've started. Why a college fund works better than asking for cash. Older generations tend to think asking for cash is greedy, but are all about college funding. This is something they can visually see and contribute to. There is less work than cash since donations can be made in a few clicks. Suggest a double spoiling. 
Another thing to do if you know those grandparents just love spoiling is to suggest that they spoil themselves and their grandbabies at the same time. There is no denying that for the most part, grandparents love spending time with their grandkids. They just want to soak them in, spoil them up, and take full advantage of not having to parent them. If you love the idea of your kids getting in some quality grandparent time, as well as a little time for yourself, why not suggest that they spend a day together out and about, instead of filling the house with toys? Presenting this idea could sound like this. You know what? I would really love it if, child's name, could really spend some quality time with you. They already have so many toys. Maybe this year, instead of buying them gifts, you could use that money to have a special day just the two of you. What do you think? Some ideas for a grandparent date. Ceramic painting studio. A day at the zoo. Baking at home with grandma and grandpa. And more experience gift ideas. Be honest about bigger needs. If grandparents are dying to shell out cash in honor of loving their grandchildren so much, instead of being angry or resentful, why not try to capitalize on this? Let's face it. When we're in the middle of raising kids, it seems like something is always tugging at our pocketbook. In some cases, we have to put our focus on paying the bills, buying the food, and covering the basics, which can mean the fun stuff gets tough to afford. I'm not saying you need to pour your heart or your financial struggles out on grandma and grandpa, but there are definitely ways of letting them know where you might be needing a little help that still allows them to enrich their grandchild's life. Telling them this could sound like, I love that you always want to spoil kid's name, and I don't ever want to make you feel obligated. But this special occasion, I know he or she would really benefit from some new clothes, new soccer cleats, a bigger paint set, etc. Sharing with them that they would be contributing to your child's interest in a big way helps them feel like they are contributing and still gives them something to purchase. Because after all, sometimes they just want to watch those kids open something. Consider their perspective. No matter what, always let grandparents know they are welcome to participate in your child's life, considering that it is a healthy relationship for your child to have with them. Remember that these loving people have probably been waiting years for the chance to spoil some grandkids, and now they finally have the opportunity to. They have more disposable income these days, and they love putting it to good use. I think most of us can relate to that stressful feeling of not being able to give to others. We know the crunch of not having enough to contribute to something we feel called to. We know what it feels like having to choose fast food over fine dining because of the cost. Chances are these grandmas and grandpas are feeling the fun and freedom of finally releasing that financial stress from their lives. They're trying to show love and gratitude the best way they know how. Trust me, I spent a lot of time harboring resentment towards grandparents for always flooding my home with more toys. And it's always the ones with tiny pieces that I step on in the middle of the night. What I ultimately realized was that this was how they showed love to my kids. Why would I ever allow myself to be mad that my kids have grandparents that love them this much? Lightening the damage. Also keep in mind that there are things you can do to lighten the damage of the toys that will inevitably be coming in. Do a declutter session with your kids before major events. Try out toy rotating. Stop buying your kids toys, you know grandparents have got it. And send toys back to the grandparents' house, but not in a passive-aggressive way. No matter what, remember that time is fleeting, and in the grand scheme of life, 
toy clutter is a pretty small problem to have. There are always steps you can take and things that you can try, but ultimately, do your best to keep your peace. You just listened to the post titled, What to Consider If Grandparents Are Buying Too Many Toys, by Renee Bennis of thefunsizedlife.com. And such a great post from Renee, which we thank her for. I love how she didn't only talk about how to reduce spending from grandparents, but also about how to instead help them contribute in other ways. This kind of pivoting is really great and respectful of the grandparents' desire to be involved, and certainly best for the relationship that you have with them and that your children have with them. So if you're in this position, just keep looking for adjustments. And this can be applied to aunts, uncles, cousins, and family friends as well. If it's not donating to their college fund, maybe it can be asking them to teach uh, the child a skill of theirs, or helping the child with a certain subject in school, or helping the child complete a puzzle. If the goal is for these people to be involved and see those shining faces, we can do our best to offer alternatives like these and be part of the conversation, rather than just rejecting their bids to buy things and moving on, assuming they'll figure out an alternative on their own. So get creative about ways to involve them and involve yourself in that way. And that brings us to the end, friends. Thanks a lot for joining me today as always. And do be sure to come on back tomorrow if you liked this episode because we've got more parenting content that we'll be covering there in the Friday show. I hope to see you there where your optimal life awaits.